You're listening to a podcast from Father Peter Smith, St. Columbus Parish, North Lycard, on the third Sunday in Ordinary Time. And now here's Father Peter. The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. After John had been arrested, Jesus went into Galilee. There he proclaimed the good news from God. The time has come, he said, and the kingdom of God is close at hand. Repent and believe the good news. As he was walking along by the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and his brother Andrew casting a net in the lake, for they were fishermen. And Jesus said to them, Follow me, and I will make you into fishers of men. And at once they left their nets and followed him. Going on a little further, he saw James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John. They too were in their boat, mending their nets. He called them at once, and leaving their father Zebedee in the boat with the men he employed, they went after him. The Gospel of the Lord. Australia Day, a day when we reflect on what it means to be Australian what it means to live in this land. I have to tell you that every day as I listen to the news broadcasts, it's always headlined with stuff about COVID, isn't it? And more often than not, it tells you what's going on in other parts of the world. I thank God that I live in Australia, the way in which we've been able to deal with this terrible pandemic. But to think on reflect on and and speak about Australia Day, I think is problematic. Each year, more and more, it seems to be a, a point of conflict in our nation when we start to talk about conflicting ideas as to what Australia is, what it was, and what it should be in the future. Once again, during this week, and I'm sure it will continue into the week to come, there are voices sprouting us and telling us what we should think, how we should view our nation, how we should bring reconciliation with our Indigenous sisters and brothers. For ultimately, that seems to be the point of departure around Australia Day. So many of them remember it as Invasion Day, the day when Europeans came and took over this nation, this land, this physical land, declared it terra nullis, that is, no land, no ownership, as if it was void and empty, and that's persisted right up until the 1980s. And then we have tried to realise that we have done wrong by Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people. And so we began to have this closing the gap model. It began in 2002 and successively each year the government has produced a report around closing the gap and how we have tried to bring the poverty and the struggles of Indigenous people more in line with those of the rest of the country and every year it's a story of failure. It's a story of how we have failed to close the gap, how infant mortality continues to be just as high how disease continues to be just as high, unemployment, poverty, all of those markers 
of injustice in our land continue, except for only two. One is children attending school, and the second is school retention rates, where young people are staying on until year 12. And yet, successive governments have done exactly what they believe to be their very best for our Indigenous people. How many millions of dollars have been put into programs? How many ideas have there been? You know, in one sense, even the stolen generation was an attempt to do something right by Indigenous children. Of course, we all know it was a miserable failure and it was horrible paternalism. But I suspect that one of the problems is that we keep telling Indigenous people how we're going to fix their problem. We keep coming up with solutions. OK, here's mine. I'm going to solve it all for you. Please spread the word. Indigenous people have this word, dadiri. It comes from a group in the, in the Northern Territory and it means literally deep listening. When you unpack it a little bit more, an old Aboriginal mate of mine says, you know, no, it means a lot more than that. He said, to talk to you Christian fellas, maybe it's a bit more like what you call contemplation. In other words, it's that sense of listening that takes time, that slows you down, that gets you in touch with the land, the earth, the universe and the people that you are talking to. I suspect that is what we have failed to do in our nation as Europeans. We've, we've told Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people how we think they should be, but we failed to really deeply listen. But in fact, that too is problematic. Most of you have probably read or heard about the Uluru Statement of the Heart. And lots of Aboriginal groups are praising that as being a great document and a fantastic solution. And on one level, I agree with them. It was wonderful to bring all those people together. But they were not totally representative. We often think, and I make this mistake too, of thinking that when we are dealing with Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people, we're dealing with one group. But there are nearly 500 nations and nearly 500 different languages. Imagine the UN trying to navigate that difficulty of bringing together 500 nations of 500 different languages to get agreement. And so many of them will agree with the concept of a voice to parliament. Many of them will say, no, no, we need constitutional recognition. Others will say, no, no, what we need is treaty. Perhaps part of that is the big stumbling block. But what I do know and what I do believe passionately is we need to be, as a nation, are people who listen, but not just to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people, not just to our First Nations, but to listen to each other. And so I'd like to just reflect on today's readings very quickly. In the first reading, we heard of Nineveh recognising their sins, not individual sins, but their sins as a community, as a town. And they repented and went forward. In the Gospel, we hear Jesus calling his disciples and saying, a new age is upon you. The kingdom of God is close at hand. Maybe that tells us that we need to be a nation that listen, listen deeply to each other, 
listen to the voice of God bringing his kingdom into our world. That's going to cause us to shed a whole lot of our own selfish beliefs, our own selfish wants, needs and desires and consider the other. Because in reality, it's not just about Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people being left behind, is it? There are so many others. I think as a nation we have much to be proud of and much to rejoice about. But I don't think that means that we can sweep under the carpet the problems that exist here. Not just the relationship with our Indigenous, the relationship with our poor, our homeless, our refugees, criminal activity, and so the list goes on and on. We all know it. But we need to be a people that believe we will only solve it by deeply listening to each other. Maybe our theme for this year might be Dadiri, deep listening, contemplation of the gift of God present and his kingdom alive and active in our midst.